From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Monday, January 3rd. Developers on King Creek Boulevard have said they would work with the people they are forcing from their homes. But one resident is facing eviction this week with nowhere to go. KZMU's Justin Higginbottom speaks with Ross High, who doesn't know where he will be living on Wednesday. It's a cold New Year's Day along the Colorado River. There's snow in the shade of the canyon walls. And Ross High is sitting on his couch in his cozy home built into the side of the red rock. You have to excuse uh, me in the house. We're both a little disheveled. He says he had a quiet night. He spent it alone thinking about where he'll end up. The new owners of the property sent him another eviction notice. They want him out this week. So when I found this place, it gave me a chance to, because I love nature, fishing's right across the street, everything that I've ever done to make me who I am was right here. For 10 years, this is where I lived and <laughs> harvested rocks that started a garden. Uh, and I had a uh, good melon patch. And, uh, it's sad to think that all that's gone. Cane Creek Preservation and Development owns around 180 acres along this road, which includes the unique dwelling High lives in. The company has proposed building hundreds of homes, as well as commercial and research facilities on the land. Although construction hasn't started, they've told eight tenants to leave the property. I thought maybe it could still afford maybe a motel room or... Surely I can find the storage for my stuff. Well, it turned out all of the winter rate, month-to-month rentals and the motels are all full up. The hostel is all full up. Uh, there's no place to put my things. He doesn't have a lot. A couple couches, a small bed, a microwave. High says his only income is from Social Security. So they're telling me that on the 5th, they're going to take away my life my roof over my head, and uh, everything I've acquired to keep me alive and put me in my car with no place to go. This is what's bothered me most, is that not only have they disrupted the whole neighborhood and made us uh, move anywhere from here to Price, but then they've taken away people's independence and their pride. The developers have said they are working with tenants to find new housing, but High says he hasn't been given any options. He says he's offered to buy or rent the property or bring it up to code, even declare it a historic landmark. But the only response has been eviction notices. High's not in good health, and he worries what the move will do to him. Yeah, I've got congestive heart failure. I had my upper lobe of my left lung taken out in 2002, and then I smoked for 40 years, and I had severe COPD. I fractured my neck in 2001. And they took a bone chip off my hip to fuse onto C6 and 7. And that started a muscle degeneration. And the COPD is so bad, I have to have that oxygen at night to keep my uh, oxygen absorption level up. Yeah, I I can't just go out and live in the back of my car or or pitch a tent somewhere. And I can't do that. High says he's losing more than his home in the canyon wall. Moab is losing another community. Yes. You need to borrow $20 or a ride to Grand Junction or into town. One year we had a really bad monsoon flood and it came down this culvert over here and was just inches from flooding uh, my neighbor uh, Nelson out. But we were all right there to make sure that he was okay. And so, yeah, we looked after each other and just, uh, in fact, Dave, Mike Newbold, Nelson, and myself were 
such good friends that yeah, we just whatever the other one needed, they the other, they take care of it. You know, well, it's already lost. Mike went to Colorado. Dave said, you know what, Ross? I think I'll just I'm going to end up just getting on my bike and riding somewhere, and that's the last you'll see of me. It's almost life threatening. You know, my health's not well enough at all. I got have to take heart pressure pills and. And I'm 67 years old, like I said, living with about five major disabilities. And the stress factor is off the chart. But I try to keep a good frame of mind, you know, try to keep thinking there is something better coming, but I don't know when. But, you know, I keep searching for it. He hopes he finds it by Wednesday, while the community of Moab is also searching for something better when it comes to housing for its residents. Justin Higginbottom for KZMU News. The Colorado River Basin is now operating under a new plan as of Saturday, January 1. For the first time ever, it includes mandatory cutbacks for some who draw water from the river. KUNC's Alex Hager has more. Last summer, the federal government declared the first shortage for the river that supplies 40 million people across the southwest. That means reductions that will be felt most sharply by farmers in Arizona. Those cutbacks will be spread out over the course of 2022. Arizona will lose about a fifth of its supply from the river, or a little less than a tenth of its total water use. Nevada will also experience cuts, but water managers say people won't feel the changes thanks to conservation measures beforehand. I'm Alex Hager. The Marshall Fire destroyed nearly 1,000 homes and businesses in Louisville and Superior, Colorado recently. Eric Galatis, with our partners at the Public News Service, has this report. After the first significant snowfall in the Denver metro area this winter finally helped snuff out the Marshall Fire, Colorado Governor Jared Polis reported Sunday that federal and state officials are ramping up recovery efforts. To the families who've lost everything they have, we are setting up everything that we can to help you get through what is likely to be one of, if not the most difficult periods of your lives. President Joe Biden approved a disaster order on Saturday and Federal Emergency Management Agency Chief Deanne Griswold, along with some 100 staff, are now on the ground in Colorado. Joe Boven rushed to his family's home in Louisville on Thursday, but by the time he could make it past road closures and barricades, the house, which he says held generations of heirlooms, had already burned to the ground. Hundreds of years of history just went up in flames, so it's pretty devastating, but even though all that history is gone, it's great that we're able to still have the people. It's great they're all alive so that we can continue to create history in the future. The cause of the fire remains unknown, but climate scientists at the state's top university cite the warmest and driest period from June to December on record as a major contributor. Boven says his family will find a new place to live, but he wants leaders to move faster to rein in climate pollution. Having watched so many people lose their homes and knowing that so many people don't have a place to go now, I think it's crucial that we really see our planet and, you know, this natural environment as our home as a whole, because there isn't anywhere else that we can go. This is Eric Galatis reporting for the Colorado News Connection. The Colorado News Connection is a bureau of the Public News Service. The Biden administration is opening up public lands in our region to more solar development. 
As the Mountain West News Bureau's Nate Hedgie reports, it's part of an effort to move away from fossil fuels. The Bureau of Land Management is looking for companies to build giant solar farms on about 90,000 acres of federal public land in Colorado, Nevada, and New Mexico. The areas were designated as suitable for solar development nearly a decade ago under the Obama administration. It's part of President Biden's push towards more renewable energy in America. The administration believes solar can power nearly half the country by 2035. Here's Biden speaking in Colorado earlier this year. He said solar development creates jobs. You know, I'm talking about uh, union jobs, not 15, 20 bucks an hour, 45, 50 bucks an hour benefits. But the push towards more solar could also alter desert habitats. A peer-reviewed study earlier this year suggests solar panels can reduce populations of the rare Barstow woolly sunflower while increasing the population of a more common native plant in the Mojave Desert. For the Mountain West News Bureau, I'm Nate Hedgie. This report is from our partners at the Mountain West News Bureau. And that's the KZMU News for Monday, January 3rd. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.